morning to you, you loftiest party people. It's a St. Patrick's Day edition of the podcast. We're very fortunate. I'm on the road right now. I'm in Columbus, Ohio, the old hometown. We're joined today by Steve Mudflap McGrew, an insanely talented comedian, a very astute political. He, uh, he makes astute political observations. Astute means smart. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> And then we we got the we got the Liberty Gimlet there on the other end. What's happening? Oh, not much. It, what do you mean? Everything's happening. Everything's I, happening. I'm wearing all at green, once. so nobody like pinches me. But other than that, that's as far as I've gotten today. That hey, that's a bit. You actually bring up a very good subject. That was the whole thing when I was a kid. What's that? When you if you didn't wear green on St. Patrick's Day, they pinch, would pinch you. Pinch you. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's assault, right? Oh, that would I mean, be you now. Go to jail. That is now I guarantee. I guarantee that's been gone. We're old. I guarantee that no one's done that in twenty years. They're not doing it in elementary schools anymore. <laughs> I doubt it. Well, that was just an excuse for Michael. What about yeah. the, what about the other thing that might be gone from school? I just maybe like this. Remember the uh, the booby? No. Remember that? Was that what? <laughs> yeah. What is that? What what? Well, you pinch you pinch a boob. <laughs> Yeah. Do you, do you remember that? I never had that. You never had that's, that? That's legitimately assault. It's a, it's a boob bee. Oh. Oh, a boob bee. bee. We had uh, what's worse than uh, what's worse than a hurricane? Yeah. Uh, titty twister. And, and you then, titty yeah. twister. See, is that, that probably usually, gone too? That was usually dude on dude. I never I never went up to a girl and like, what's worse than a hurricane? <laughs> we all did. I think it was an excuse for a grope back then. Oh, God. Hashtag oh, me too. The worst is the bra snap. Sorry, guys. The bra snap, yeah. yeah. I wonder if those are gone. Well, that's, how you, that's how you showed a girl you liked her when I was a kid. Well, we would just dunk her uh, pigtails in the ink bottle. Oh, there. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, little house on the prairie. Right. Okay, so uh, there's a lot going on. We're gonna we're gonna jump into some news. I think. Well, let's let's. Uh, how do we want to frame this up? Uh, the Tucker Carlson thing, I think that's blown over. I think he's given, I think Tucker has given a, a lesson in how to do this. Because by day two of that thing, he was on the uh, offensive. Is right. he still, I haven't, I, I got to be honest. We were in uh, Cincinnati two nights ago, uh, last night, big team meeting, yada, yada. I haven't seen news in a couple of days. Well, he stood up to the outrage mob more than anybody has. But he went after Media Matters, who started the whole thing. Yes. Yeah, he so, went after their president. Apparently, apparently Angelo, who heads up the entire um, rage machine, had some very interesting blogs that he'd written several years ago. So actually, even even in my estimation, worse than anything Tucker said when you take everything Tucker actually said in context – um, but yeah, Angelo is kind of a derp and I think they went a little bit quiet, but then they had, you know, your AstroTurf protesters out in front of Fox news because they want the whole thing shut down. They're going after the hosts one at a time, but they yeah. literally want Fox news taken off the air. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's like they're playing hot potato over there. It's either, yeah. they're either going after Hannity or they're going after Tucker or they're going after Judge Janine, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. or who's the other one that they go after all the time to uh, have them taken off the either way. Well, it's all it's 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 every one of them, and they've had Laura Ingram. They pick yeah. them off like birds on a wire. I mean, some of the like like you know uh, Bill O'Reilly, boom, gone. Well, you know, some of the well, yeah, but I'm saying they <laughs> they're, they're picking them off. They're like you know, oh, yeah. like, Bing got one, Bing, and I think that's actually hurt Fox News. I mean, really? seriously, I do. I think I know I know I'm a news junkie and I've talked about this, but I, I know people that are now turning away because they're like, my my, my favorite's gone. My favorite it might not be your and I favorite, oh, yeah. but they're like, well, you know, I don't watch anymore because such and such is gone. I tell you, if you can separate this is weird, and I've done videos about this before. If you can separate Bill O'Reilly's behavior, right? This is like literally like like Roseanne. Right. Take away that tweet. Is, can you still laugh at her joke? Uh, Bill Cosby, yeah. take away his thing. Can yeah. you still laugh at his jokes? Take away Bill O'Reilly uh, and the and the lawsuits and the settling out of court. Uh, to me, that dude 
was a like legit. I mean, it was an opinion show, but at right. least he did legit news. One of the things that I think people have not been able to do lately is separate the art from the artist. Right. You know, like you could go. I I, I can't read Edgar Allan Poe. He was a drug addict. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, that's what I mean. That's like like with going after Tucker. I mean, like he's saying this stuff on Bubba the Love Sponge. It's a shock right. jock. Like you can't go, oh, this is Tucker Carlson's deeply held beliefs. Yeah. This is what he argued in front of the Supreme Court yeah, it, in 1880. He, he wasn't on the 700 Club. Dig it. Dig it. Well, uh, I mean, Tucker. that would be like going back and taking every, every lefty politician in New York and a bunch of other people – and coming through Howard Stern. I mean, for a while, Howard Stern was top of the freaking market. Yeah, absolutely. You could have everybody. outrageous things on his show. Well, that's what you went to do. You specifically went on Howard Stern to say the most outrageous thing. You knew that's what you needed to do. You prepared for that. You know what would be interesting to find out? And this is just for uh, people that don't. I wonder how Howard's doing. I wonder how his show the is doing. The actual ratings? Yeah. I mean, it's it's XM satellite radio, so I'm sure they they guard that like Netflix. But I'd love to know. Well, if if you if you've been watching, there was a I guess he got a, he had a new producer come in that told him don't do this, don't do that, get rid of like don't spank strippers' bottoms anymore. Oh like, wow! Yeah, there's been a, he's been a whole it's it's a whole different show than when he was king of the media. Oof. That seems like taking your brand and flushing it down the toilet. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just an observation from the corner over here. Yeah. If Howard's not going to be spanking strippers, I mean, but yeah. whatever. I mean, I was never, yeah. I never. What do you mean you can't pick up a midget and hit him in the <laughs> boobs anymore? A buddy of mine, a buddy of mine was like the biggest Howard Stern fan. He's like, you got to hear this. You got to hear this. And I was just like, whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, just... But wouldn't you seriously, Mike, wouldn't you love to have somebody do for you what they did for Stern? Like, just call up a show and go instead of Bob Bowie, just go Michael Loftus and hang up. No, remember they, remember I they did that for so long. People would call into talk shows. Bob Bowie. I know. And hang I, I wouldn't want that. You That's wouldn't not, want no, that? No, no. Here's what I would want. Okay. I want people to call in and go, you know what? I never thought about this issue like this, but there's this comedian, Michael Loftus, and he see. I would want that. that oh. I would want that. Oh. But, but I don't want the – But you wouldn't like the, the, a mob that was so no. – like loved you so much that they were just like – No, it would scare me. It would scare me. <laughs> I wouldn't want it. They'd attack know. me at an airport. Baba Booey! And I, I don't know. <laughs> You gotta act like you like them. I don't know. You might be on the road now, Michael. After this week, that was. Uh, oh, I guess we should address that. The the, <laughs> the president, the presidential tweet, which yeah. was just by uh, name, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, was I the first one to show you that? Because I was watching and tweeting you that morning. Remember, we were texting, and, it was, and you wrote back, "Holy." Hell. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was uh, it was Brian Kilmeade and then you. It okay. was like a one-two punch. I I, oh, I was late to the party. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I texted well, you. Holy crap! You just got retweeted by the president. <laughs> I, I I I really couldn't believe it. Like I got they they Fox is very nice. They they send a car uh, in the morning, and I always I always accept the offer because in a doomsday scenario. There's two people in the car, and we can use the carpool lane. I don't want to risk – if I'm going to get up at 2.30 in the morning to go do this, yeah. I'm not going to risk getting stuck in some freak traffic thing. So uh, I did the segment. It, 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 it's it's weird. I feel like I'm – and I am kind of like beating the same drum like of how the left just dominates late night. The left just dominates political comedy. They just, they just dominate. and They, they dominate media. Yeah, and they and they don't want to, as well as especially in the joking aspect yeah. of it, you know. So I was kind of doing that again and trying to figure out how to say that in a new way, uh, and then I made a couple like little jokes. And man, oh man, I guess the I guess the president liked one of them. What I love about it, it is that he actually tweeted the joke, like he he wrote it down, yeah, like the he, crumbs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He didn't just like well, you know, do a screen really, grab. What should feel really cool is thinking you made President Trump either laugh or smile. Or you know what? This thought hit me last night. This thought hit me. There is a very legit chance that he watched the show and he's like, okay, so this guy's a conservative comedian. Let's see. 
And then he was like, ooh, that's not funny. Ooh, that's not funny. Ooh, what's the only, what's the closest thing he had? Eh, I'll do that one. <laughs> oh, God, where do you go to these dark places? <laughs> I have self-esteem issues. Wow, you really do. Forget I, daddy it, issues. It's almost like I need to go out in front of a room full of people every night. Every night. And have for, them approve you me. You need to be validated. <laughs> I know that feeling. So it was very cool. Uh, I'm glad that everyone keeps expecting, oh, did your Twitter blow up? Did your Twitter blow up? Did and it? like, no. I mean, from friends going, the president oh, just tweeted yeah. you, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then I kind of reposted it. But like, he just wrote Michael Loftus. He didn't yeah. know to use my Twitter but hashtag, you know, the Loftus party. Didn't a lot of people do what I did, though? Because I retweeted you several times with the Loftus party. Yeah, like, and, then I, that's, you know, like and that's trying yeah. to tie it together. Yeah, I got I got some new uh, new followers that way. But yeah, it wasn't like um, our friend uh, Terrence Williams, who's on this tour with us. He was telling us about when when Hannity tweeted him. Mm-hmm. Hannity's like, "Oh, you got to check out." And then he used Terrence's uh, Twitter yeah. handle, and Terrence was like, "It was bonkers. Yeah. It was bonkers." And oh my gosh, uh, last night I was talking social media with uh, Stacy. Do you follow uh, Brandon Tatum, Officer Tatum? He's a he's a he's with um, Turning Point. I'm not sure if I do or not. It sounds familiar. He had – he was not a Trump supporter, and he, he was a police officer, I believe, in Tucson. Uh, and he's, he's – because Terrence got injured, Terrence got in the car accident, uh, Brandon is doing a couple shows with us. And, it, and the, the guy's great. Mm-hmm. Just – I'm a huge fan. And he knows you know Candace Owens and Charlie Kirk and all those kids over at uh, Turning Point. He was telling me a story last night. We went out for, uh, for pizza, and he was talking about he didn't – he didn't – Think Trump was all that in a bag of chips. Very, very familiar little story to uh, our podcast listeners. So he went to a Trump rally and was just like instantly just like, yup, this is the man. It was like a tent revival. Yeah. And he did a video about it like in the parking lot. And he's like, that's the one that just like just went crazy. And his yeah. phone, his, he said his phone for like five days straight. It's like new alert, new alert, new alert, new yeah. alert. Yeah. That's gotta be exciting. That's gotta be a cool feeling. We, you know, what's kind of, we, that's that it's been great that he was able to turn that into a, a bigger and massive following to keep yeah. it, to keep it going. Yeah. The, the, one of the first videos that I did as liberal Larry mm-hmm. was like blew up, went viral, like close to 8 million Eight million. Yeah. And then everybody was like, well, great. But the follow up, we'll see how the it's you, people can have a viral video. And then yeah. you go, why did that one take off? And the next one didn't. And why is the next one only get 100,000? What were you what were you and talking about? What was the liberal Larry talking about? The election, like the, when Trump immediately when Trump. Oh, won, like, I remember that video. Remember that video yeah. Crying you had the big meltdown. meltdown. Yeah. 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 Well, that's why. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But you the, thought, OK, if they know you're a comic. Wouldn't they start like staying dude, with you or stalling your video? Dude, I have to think, and this goes back to branding. I I think a lot of people legitimately thought Larry was, was real. real. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Kevin, There's you had actually that a woman before? that yeah. does that. Yeah, I forget I, her I, hand. I forget what she goes by on Facebook, but she actually is a conservative, kind of like that that account I love. Tatiana McGrath, which we found out this week is oh, actually yeah. a guy. Yeah. Um, like people respond to that account and they think it's real. They can't tell it's a parody. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Uh, a lot of people who follow my liberal Larry character in videos say they follow because they like to watch the response to, from people that don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They, yeah. they like to read those comments. They say it cracks them up. They're like, right. I can't believe these people are this stupid. <laughs> And like, like there would be a guy, like there would be a guy, a Democrat who was like, you know what my YouTube channel is going to be? Liberal Larry. <laughs> like it's like, he wouldn't just call it like Larry Durkowitz or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, you know, for a weird. Because I'm Republican Mike. For, for Republican Mike. Because I, I tried that for a while. I did Liberal Larry at first and I thought exactly what you said. And I, I changed his name to Larry Musk. Larry I, Musk. I put Larry Musk. That's hilarious. And that's hilarious. And for a while it was Larry Musk, and then people <laughs> were complaining, like, "Why did you change his name? What happened to Liberal Larry? Like, I can't find Liberal Larry anymore." Oh man. So 
I went back to yeah because I thought the same thing. If people didn't see, if they saw a, a real name, they might take the confusion a little yeah. further. You know. Yeah. Who's the uh, Who's the He's like an AM talk show guy that does nothing but characters, oh, and he uh, will have the most outrageous. One yeah. guy owns a steakhouse, and he's the most racist, old school. Yeah. And like people call in, and they believe it's real. What is that guy's name? I know exactly who you're talking. I used to listen to him in L.A. And he had, yeah, he was hilarious. He, he had like, the woman who was head of the HOH. And the, I swear, have you have you heard of this guy, Stace? No, I haven't. Oh, you got to look him up. He's, he does all the characters. He's the host, and then he'll call up. I'm going to call up uh, Roy McGregor, owner of you know the Blah Blah Steakhouse in Beverly Hills, and then he has like an, a, a, a filter or something because it sounds Phil like Phil Hendry. Phil, Phil Hendry. Hendry. Oh my lord! He had a genius. One time, my son and I were listening to it. He had this guy. He was pretending to be a guy that wrote a book about how to make your children love you more. So he said, <laughs> and his the guy said, "Here's what you do: you put raw meat in their swimsuit, raw bloody meat in their swimsuit, <laughs> and you put them out in the ocean. And when the sharks come to eat your child, you save them, and they're so appreciative." That they love you more, and I, people went nuts. Remember people. when? Remember that with that little Cuban kid hiding in the closet, oh, yeah. and then during the Clinton administration, yeah. yeah, he there was a guy he interviewed a you know air quote guy who had a a pop up book about that kid. Oh my you know? god! And he, and he was a little effeminate, and he was like, so here we see him. He's on his way to America, and there's him and his family on the raft. Then you pull this tab, and you got a little wave that comes. There goes mom and dad. He's all by himself. <laughs> God, people are just horrified. How can you do that? Who publishes yeah. the book? And he had a name of a fake publisher. Well, anyway, Phil here's, Hendry. Here's funny. the thing, and here's the thing about Phil Hendry: as as weird and out there as that comedy is, and dark, he blocked me on Twitter because wow. of being a conservative. He is he. That's the other thing that, that bugs me about the, the left. That they can be as dark and twisted as they want to be. Because it's art. It's art. Yeah. But when you do it, yeah. it's hate speech. Yeah. Yes. And that is why that's why uh this is great. It's come full circle. And that's that that's why we're doing the the deplorable tour. Someone has to establish legitimately a a, a beachhead. Right. A beachhead of we are comedians, we talk about this, it's just jokes. Yeah. It's it's not uh, well, I, I've said I, I I see the deplorables guy us the tour Mike and Brian and all of us actually becoming the conservative network. You know, like people will go, those guys should have a, a conservative uh, Saturday Night Live type of show, or those guys yeah. should have the conservative talk show. Like there needs to be that wave. Uh, yeah, these are the first of the conservative guys, and you can get behind this. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah like we got to be, you know, putting the flag on the beach. Okay, first, first things first. Yeah, we're gonna start touring around the country, and we're telling jokes, and we're gonna get that going. And then yeah. it's it's very similar to, and I've been, I think about this a lot, dude, a lot. Uh, National Lampoon. Yeah, like National Lampoon, those guys that were just going to start making fun of the college you know, magazine. It blew well, up. just making fun of the the rich and the hoity-toity and yeah. you know the class differences, and then they found, uh, you know, Belushi and I'm sorry, I'm not saying in no way, shape, or form am I saying that we are like Belushi and Aykroyd and all those guys. Yes, However, yes. <laughs> but they they found those dudes and they started doing comedy albums. They yeah. didn't do touring, but like, okay, then. Then after that happened, then you do a movie and you do another album. And, and that turned into yeah. Saturday Night Live. And, and Absolutely. Saturday Live turned into characters that made bigger movies. And it, Everything, dude, there's a great documentary. I can never remember the name of it. I saw it on, on Netflix, Drunk, Stoned, and Weird, something like yeah. that. And it's, a, it's about the founding of National Lampoon. Yeah. Everything you're laughing at today or for the on, on television, films – like 90% of it you can directly tie to National Lampoon in like 1978. Like that original group of dudes. Yeah. They changed films. They changed movies forever. But they, well, you had well, to start. Well, so the, hopefully that's what we're doing the, out here on the road. The cover of the gun to the puppy's head is iconic. iconic. Yeah. Buy this magazine or the puppy dies. Whatever. Uh, so that's what we're doing. We had um, 
we're, we're kind of all over the board, but I like that. This is this is like a treat. This is like a, a candy bar uh, podcast right now. We did um, where the hell were we? Cincinnati the other night. That was a great show. Oh, so they they loved it. They cheered at everything. Not only did they clap and laugh, there was cheers. Stacy, Gypsy, Gimlet. I can't wait till they uh, they're holding on to a bunch of this footage. They want to be very careful about how they release it and stuff. But I cannot wait. Uh, for people to see, you won't believe the audience reaction. It I is love. over the top. It's fantastic. And when the show was over the other night, the audience actually broke into simultaneously, God bless America. This is crazy. Okay, so after the show, we stick around because there's like VIP packages and those guys, sure. we take pictures, we hang out and we talk. So there's the VIP line and as we're taking pictures you can hear the audience out in the street out in front of the theater and, and they're uh god bless, god bless america. america they're singing it so loud you could hear, hear it, it in the theater yeah. it's just like this spontaneous it was freaking like they like came out, out america loving just sons of <laughs> it was like it was like a movie it was like a movie okay so, so we're... did you guys want a little update on current events I do. Like we hit, we hit Tucker Carlson. We didn't. Hit, no, we we touched. We touched upon Tucker we touched Carlson. Touched upon his. Epic touched by a Tucker. To touched the by a Tucker. Mm -hmm. And then we uh, we said Happy St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Mm -hmm. So we we covered that. What a, and listen, uh, I'll just tell you guys right now. The whole thing in New Zealand is just horrible and horrific. And they say there's something funny about everything, uh, but not here and nope. and not this one. So that's the only other current event I know. Well, Beto O'Rourke officially announced his candidacy for president. Yay. What did his left arm say? Did his left arm have a statement for the Dude, press? Because it no. acts independently. During, during his announced video, his wife was holding his left arm, but his right arm was going crazy. Well, that's because he has cerebral Beto. I have no idea. My policy is to always call him Robert Francis. Yes. Um. So I don't do... And then he goes out and he's doing something, and I forget which policy he's talking about, actually had the nerve to refer to a Republican policy as, I wouldn't want to be one of those pendejos. Don't do that, <gasps> Robert Francis. Don't do that. Um, he got ripped for that. Um, for being fake Mexican. Exactly. Uh, he had a big spread the day before he announced in Vanity Fair, and Annie Leibovitz did the photography. So we had a bunch of angsty pictures of him on a dirt road standing next to a Jeep with his pocket, you know, yeah, his back I saw pocket that one. and his dog by his side. So now we, we actually have an, um, an account out there now that's cracking me up called Beto's Dog. Um, that's very awesome. insightful little pooch. Um, let's see. Kirsten Gillibrand, the woman who's held every position on every policy ever, um, officially oh, announced positions. this morning that she is – for sure running for president, so her exploratory committee is over. Um, after all this, she's probably going to want to take them out and beat them because I, I really can't see her winning. However, she came up with a great slogan. Not really sure where she's going with it, but her slogan is Be Brave. Aww. Be Brave? Be Brave. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a Disney tune. Exactly. Doesn't it, though? I want to see you be brave. <laughs> Yeah, it's like from the Brave Little Toaster. Yeah, yeah. When he's like, that's which is a the great little movie. candidate that could take <laughs> <laughs> hey, Christian. Christian, you have to give a speech. I know there's a lot of people out there, and they don't know you. They want to get to Come know on, you. Down. Be brave. Be brave. <laughs> Hold on to this feather, and you're gonna fly. All right. Well, what what about this? Have you have you got the the in the news was the uh, the college scandal. Oh yeah, the uh, Lori Laughlin and and uh, William H Macy's wife, and how did he escape going to jail? If you're married, yeah, I'm not sure. His wife does stuff. He's like he's like she does the bills. He does the he does the same character that he did in Boogie Nights. Yeah, and he's just like I don't know what she just does things. She's out in the driveway. <laughs> she she was calling admission. Yeah, because you know both the I... husbands, both of the husbands have escaped. Like oh. Ma Massimo, the designer of, of baggy cargo, preppy. I love that man's work. We're not, I'm not going to let you badmouth my my man Massimo. 
I'm not even a, kidding. I thought a Massimo was a drink you have at brunch. Dude, Massimo <laughs> is the man behind Target. Well, I know that, and right? I and, and I, have, I think we know that how am I? My we know your Target <laughs> addiction. I do. I actually have to say I do own a couple of Massimo jeans that that I like, but I'm thinking about burning them in effigy. No, well, here's the thing: every scandal, every scandal goes back to Donald Trump. It's it's usually they can do it in one or two steps. Yeah, I haven't seen, and so the college scandal. I think it was like a a, a few hours later they already go. That Massimo uh-huh. dude is the Trump supporter. Right. So it's somehow oh Trump's fault God. that these so, girls went behind the college administration's We back. need to forget six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Right. Those the, those six, six steps are gone. Right. Now it goes, it's... Two degrees of Trump. Trump. Yeah. They can if, usually if, do it. If that far. It yeah. might be just, it's Trump's fault. Right. It might just go directly to... Yeah. No matter what. Oh, no. I, darn it. Here's what I said. I said we weren't going to talk about it, and then here I go. This is the other thing I know about, like, the the shooting in, in New Zealand. Supposedly that was Candace Owens' fault. And PewDiePie. And PewDiePie. And PewDiePie. I, I saw PewDiePie's statement. And, yeah, I saw and, that, too. And that was, I thought, it was heartfelt and honest and, and good. I don't Now, that's it's... I, I, I still I don't, don't understand the. It. I still don't understand the the Pootie Pie connection because Pootie Pie is followed by millions of kids on YouTube, and he plays video games. Well, here's here's the here's How, the here's the Pootie Pie connection. When the guy said subscribe to Pootie Pie, right? Okay, yeah. That, I, I guess that's all I guess, he said. I, that's all he said. There, uh, uh, Pootie Pie. If you, most people probably know. A uh, big YouTuber. He started. He started out with video games. He's right. actually getting back to playing them a little bit now. He does videos every day. There is. So he was the number guy, number one guy in the world. Yeah. And he's just a. He's just a dude. Yeah. So there's a big. I don't know if it's in Korea or if it's in India. They. It's like a record label. It's like a big company, and they started getting more YouTube subscribers because like they wouldn't let their talent or their clients do their individual channels. You would have to sub- subscribe to this big corporation. Yeah. So it looked like they were going to beat uh, PewDiePie for yeah. the world record of who has the most subscribers. So the whole YouTube community, uh, all the big creators were like, "Hey, subscribe to PewDiePie." Well, they pushed it, was, it hard. Yeah, because it's like it, it's it was kind of beautiful. You know, like they want the individual. Yeah. We they want to live in this world where just an individual creator doesn't get eaten by the machine. It's like it's like um John Henry. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. the guy. The, the hammer beat the machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the it's the, yeah. it's the the dude versus. Go, John Henry. The, go. Yeah, and then he ends up dying. Yeah. <laughs> so so everybody's been saying that subscribe to to, to PewDiePie on their videos right. and stuff. So. I'm I'm sure PewDiePie was less than thrilled that yeah. this the but isn't mass there a, murderer used it. Isn't there a saying that uh, there's no, no such thing as bad, bad press? press. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I, I think actually we're talking about we're it. We're talking so about there it. isn't See? there isn't. So like right now there's listeners going I might subscribe to PewDiePie. Now right now there's listeners <laughs> as quiet as your co-host. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, staying out. Like, of, I don't, out I don't of know this. what's going on. I'm not getting in I'm this. just gonna make it worse. I'm just gonna let these guys <laughs> keep digging their hole. Put down the shovels, boys. Stop John digging. Henry, put down the. <laughs> Gypsy is quiet. Are you still there? Well, you guys just seem to be having such a good time. I didn't want to like interrupt your bro moment. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the story of John Henry? No. Oh my god. A gosh. lot of people might not know. That is it, an old old tale. Yeah, it is like an old it goes, it's almost like Paul Bunyanish, but there was this uh this guy John Henry with a with a pickaxe or a shovel he whatever. Was, he was uh driving the railroad ties. Driving rail Was Okay, it? this is starting to sound familiar. Yeah, and then they he was like the best the best ever. He was the best and everybody was just like, "Oh my gosh, this guy's wonderful." And then they bring in some steam-powered machine that can do the job better than he can. <clears throat> so they end up having a uh, a race to see who can do the most, lay the most track by sundown or whatever. And uh, I remember this like really made me sad as a kid. It's making me sad right now. So they have the race. John Henry wins at the end of the day. He wins by like one. However, he dies. 
he dies. dies. So like the whole thing is a metaphor of like, hey, working man, here come the machines to do your jobs. There's nothing you can do. As much as you try, as much as you want it, as hard as you uh, keep going, you will die. It, like in the second grade, it bummed me out. There is a statue of John Henry. Outside of Talcott in Summers County, West Virginia. He was an African-American folk hero. Yeah. The he was steel a steel, drive. steel driving man. Yeah, I remember it just like bummed me out. There's a couple things that bummed me out big time as a kid. John Henry uh-huh. uh, dying uh-huh. and the fact that the sun was going to go supernova and all this is pointless and we just have like a couple billion years yeah. and it's all over. I'm like, why are we not working on rockets? Like as we speak, you know this. You Like I, I was mad at my teacher. Like you dumb whore. Why? <laughs> why are we – why are we even – you're telling me about Four. we're telling me about you're telling me about cursive writing. Are you drunk? Put the book down. Listen to what you said. The sun's gonna supernova. We know this. Okay, you just get out of here. We have to leave. You just said, why aren't we doing rockets? Here's what I have been thinking. Why don't we have flying cars? We have the technology. We no. knew we knew the Jetsons did, could do it back in the '60s. And you know why haven't we? A, Got okay, couple, like, couple like, things. We could fly over traffic couple and things. land in parking lots. Couple things. Jetsons was a cartoon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm well aware of that, Michael. But I have really cons- I thought you know this guy uh, that runs Tesla. What's his name? Elon uh, Musk. Elon Musk has got to have his own flying car somewhere. He's figuring Steve, it out. Steve, people can't manage to to change lanes horizontally. If you give them a horizontal <laughs> exactly, and a vertical, I, it's over. It's over. Yeah. Well, here's why I figured that. I was standing behind somebody at a self-checkout at a Walmart watching the them trying to do self-checkout. And I thought, that's exactly why we don't have flying cars. You can't work a scanner at Walmart. I am not going to trust you to fly an automobile. There, there's so much going wrong here. There's so much going wrong. First of all, <clears throat> we're about to have flying cars. They're 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 going to be drones, drone taxis. That's the technology they're going to use. Okay. Like Dubai and Saudi Arabia have giant factories. They're little two seat for real. Like, like they're they're coming. They'll be here any moment. Yeah. Uh, however, the flying time isn't that long. And, and you, you need like I should be steering in this comedically, but I'm not. It's like I'm all of a sudden I'm science, Mike. Thanks for uh, taking this in an odd direction. But yeah, but but because. <laughs> What what Stacy just said is legit. Like people on roadways can yeah. really. I can't. Can you imagine a sky full? Can you imagine a sky full of drones of people just going wherever they yeah, want? Yeah, but if the dro- if it's going to be a drone that could be computer driven, which computer would know what altitude mm-hmm. and and lane. There like you, you would, go. You would put and in. Stacy is never getting in one. Not happening. <laughs> no. It's 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 an Uber in the air. No. I tell you what. Wouldn't you love to have an Uber air driver to the, talk to you the, the whole entire trip? The advantage I have is I live in an exurb. I I never have to go to Atlanta. Yeah, see, anything you're lucky. I need is outside the circle. Have it, you have you ever had an Uber driver scare you, like just from talking to them? Oh, oh yeah, I like had a, like I had a uh, a uh, like car service driver scare the heck out of me. He started going the wrong way on the George Washington Bridge, and I nearly lost my mind. Wow. Well, that's, that's bad driving. I'm talking about psychologically, what am I in the car with? No, like, when oh, I say like the one bad down, way on the George down, Washington Bridge. Beautiful sky. Bridge, I mean, he goes, yes, today, because there's no chemtrails. You know, the <laughs> government has been spraying the air. And he went off on this whole thing, and I thought, I'm in the car with conspiracy theory Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I've had the, the the personality doesn't scare me, but the driving I've had that just been terrifying. The I had an Uber driver in New York recently. Mm-hmm. She, she had to get me to JFK. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. She's like, "When does your flight leave?" I'm like, "I'm like 7 a.m. tomorrow." It was like we had we had hours. You gave her too much. And time. she was just flying, talking to me, leaning back, talking like there was it was yeah. Yeah, that's really just terrifying. drivers in New York though. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. when you're driving I, up there, it's like you don't use your don't use your blinker because you don't you don't let them know your plans because if you do they're gonna pull up and cut you off yeah that's la too they do the same thing yeah. as soon as you put your blinker over they're like oh i'm gonna deny you that because you want well, it the difference in, <laughs> the difference in la and new york cab drivers 
is in, in New York, when you step out of a cab, you have a hint of Indian food all over you. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a curry. Yeah. Cologne, curry or there's, cologne. Or there's there's too much cologne from the Russians. That's that's uh, was L.A. to me. Because when L.A., I get out of a cab in L.A. and I always feel like I smell like one of those crown uh, air fresheners in the back of those cars. Like there's <laughs> there's a cologne smell. I had a uh, I had a kid from Turkey give me a ride recently, but there was like no no hard. I would I kind of prefer like you do have like the Eastern European the guys who like really lay it on the thick yeah. with the drakarbon dra- yeah drakarbon it's like <laughs> I kind of dig it though it's like I know who you are I know who you are and I don't even have to I have to I don't even have to talk to you I've detected it with my nose <laughs> I know your life story. <laughs> I know where you're from. I know what you love to right. eat. I, don't, I love to know. I know what you spend your money on. That's what I like it when when you know somebody's a racist. Like they say something like, "Okay, so now I know. Now I know. I don't have to talk to you at a cocktail party." I, I, to, I know. I, yeah. Well, Kier, hey, can we get back? Speaking of like you said, uh, the names of the cologne. Can we get back to just things like high karate or old spice? Remember the there was. Things that you just slapped on. Not, it, you didn't have to I, have some name. I'm not you know, even. I'm, I'm not even kidding you here. I dropped the ball on Old Spice when when my sons came into this world. I had this idea and I never followed through. And I do this a lot. I have great ideas and I don't follow through. I'm like, I'm gonna start wearing Old Spice. You might be my brother. I'm gonna start. <laughs> I'm gonna start wearing Old Spice so then my kids will associate that smell with to me. To a dad, and, manly. I'm not even kidding you. And then when I'm dead, uh-huh. they will be like shopping for their wives or their grandkids, Old and they'll spice. be and they'll smell Old Spice, and they'll go, "I miss my dad." They'll tear up, and right? Yeah. So That's you brilliant. were like I... figuring out and planning how to emotionally cripple your kid? Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, but it would be like a nice hello. They'd be like, "Oh, yeah. I bet he's up there watching yeah. me," and but, I'd be and I'd be up in heaven doing but, something really. But you're talking horrible. About... Like, yeah, yeah, I'm watching. But this is this, this is. <laughs> Beautiful because you're actually God. That's brilliant. I, I, I love like my podcast is called Remasculate, and I always try to talk about things that try to get manly things back. Yeah. Manly, what well, you know, kids learn that need to learn how to do a campfire or cook a potato underground. There's yeah. things that men need. You actually have to talk about the smell of a man. It's yeah. the smell of a man. And here's you, the other. Here's you, you, like at, like you go to the barber and that slap stuff on you and here, sting and here's, you smell like a man. Here's how it started. When years ago, uh, back when like you couldn't, you could, they they they're like, okay, you can't smoke in restaurants anymore, but you could still smoke in bars. And then LA is like, you can't smoke in bars. I remember I was going to uh, it was a comedy club. I think it was Comedy Off Broadway uh, in Kentucky. Le- Lexington, yeah. Kentucky. Great club, wonderful people. And I would always go with a Zippo, right? That was like yeah. the Zippo lighter. And it was amazing. I was like so happy. I'm having a beer. I got a smoke. I'm smoking in the bar. It's just like life is good. And like chick flick with the Zippo. And it was amazing how many women were like, wow. Like they like that was the that sound reminds of me, a man. That it smells like it smells like my dad had a Zippo. And yeah. I, oh, I haven't thought of it. I'm like, wow. It's yeah. like because like pumpkin pie, they say is the biggest one. That will that like, bring back you know, my mom's kitchen or yeah, kitchen. yeah, and it's like smells and uh, music will do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, music too. does. Music transport. Yeah, transport me. But, but I you, really thought I'm gonna wear. Oh, I'm gonna start wearing Old Spice. So I smell. Well, the the <laughs> the lighter. That's a, that's another brilliantly man thing. The lighter was a. Remember World War Two? That flicked that. The lighter was covered. That'd be in the mud of the. the I have one know, of those. And, you know, I have. A, they recreate the World War One trench lighter. Do they? Yeah, and it's got a really cool. You open it up, and it like blocks the wind. Yeah. But yeah. But well, just even the Zippo lighter, like you said, the cover. Yeah. The, remember the guys that would just like hit it on their pants. I did that. Shang! Yeah. And it was it on was, the downstroke. It opens up the thing, and, back, and then you go back up, and, and it, it spins light. the See? wheel. That's a manly thing. It's badass. Like that's that is badass. <laughs> As he vapes. Um, so, but we should bring back more things like that. We should even, I don't smoke. I've never smoked. I, my parents paid me not to smoke. And that is honest to God truth. Wow. My, that's my, very, that's very uh, progressive. Yeah. Well, very it, liberal. Well, my parents. Steve, what's, I know there's a lot of danger out there in the world. Your mother and I have decided. My, <laughs> my, my dad smoked with like lighting one with another. 
you know, that kind of like light one with another, like yeah. that kind of smoking that men did. The old Brenner smoking. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. And so my mom smoked and they would smoke in an unair conditioned car with the windows up. And I yeah. and I did not like this, you know, I didn't like it. What are you, half a fairy? I know, what I, know I know. But what are you making, beef jerky back <laughs> here, Pat? So, but my parents said, all three of the kids, they if you don't smoke by the time you're 21, you get $500 on your 25th birthday, which was a lot of money in 1970s. You know? Nice. So all three of us got the money, all three kids, and none of us smoke except my brother when he hit like 40, started smoking cigars. And my, my dad goes, I want my money back. <laughs> my dad, I want my money back. It's funny. But that's that was an incentive not to smoke, you know, just don't do it. But even though I don't smoke. Bucks? Yeah. I bought, a, I bought a nice stereo. <laughs> it was 1970. I bought a car. I bought I a made car. A down payment yeah, I bought a house. But, oh my but even though I don't smoke, I would love to be able to walk around with a really cool lighter because, you, you know, like you, there's things you need to light candles. Yeah. Why don't we bring back men with lighters? Because they take a, them. They take them away at the airport now. Those bastards. Yeah. Zippo's great. There's a lot of cool. There's a lot of cool history behind Zippo and they're they're uh, they're collectibles. Each Zippo lighter has a different this is another crazy, stupid crap that I know that I don't know why. There's a Roman numeral on the bottom of yeah. a Zippo and each one's different and some are more rare than others. And so you can collect them and like, oh, you got a four on that. That's crazy. And they're also guaranteed for life. If anything goes wrong with your Zippo lighter, you go to a cigar shop. They yeah. have prepaid envelopes. Yeah. You do your return address. Floop, bloop. They fix it. They send it back. Yeah. Beautiful. But see, America. That, that lighter takes lighter fluid, which yes. is dangerous. Yes. Why would you want to have that in your home? Your child could drink that. Anything could happen. Hey, Stacy. Yes. What is going on? Who's Is there any news about the, the super smoking hot chick from uh, Arizona? Oh, Kristen Cinema. Yeah. Who? What's she? Kristen C. It's got to drive her crazy. It's got to drive her crazy. Christ, Kristen, it's either Kristen or Kirsten Cinema. You haven't done uh-uh, No. Oh my Dude, God. he had to have seen the picture of her in the thigh boots in the Senate. Oh, yes. <laughs> see? Okay. see? All right. I knew it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 the whore in the Capitol building. I think she, like, not this past week, but, like, within the past month, she completed some kind of, like, triathlon. I have, like wait, a big I have to one, go like back. Like an Iron and Woman have, or something. I have to celebrate that moment. I have to just, like, celebrate that and, and walk the listeners through. <laughs> I'm looking at Steve. You have to know this woman. He has this blank expression on his face. Because I keep with, up with politics. He, he's, he's up on politics, and it's like I've talked to him about Marvin the Martian. The Liberty Gimlet. The gypsy over there knows exactly the right key phrase. She's like, no, he has to know about the chick in the thigh-high boots. And my face lit up like a campfire. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just think it's hilarious <laughs> how Stacy knew exactly what to go to. Like, she, hey, knows, she knows how to talk to men. Michael, yeah. that's when you started talking about her. Oh no! I was talking about her. What she? Uh, there's there's some other great photos of her. She it has to drive her crazy. She's like she she ran on like I'm the first openly bisexual, and you're just like what? What <laughs> like, guys paid attention? <laughs> right? I'm like I might follow her campaign. I might have and a then, chance. And she's gone. She's just disappeared. It's like it's like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez just Why lapped her? her, just lapped her, and you don't hear about this. I hadn't she, thought about did, that. Oh you're yeah. Right. Oh yeah, because that, there was a whole thing about those, those boots and uh, the whole thing. The she guys were bodyguards, the big bodyguards walking with her, and and had she was so, yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, she I mean, just, I'll say this: the boots themselves didn't bother me, but the ensemble it just didn't go together. Those boots, exactly, with some yeah. other completely the guys different. Guys, queer stuff. eye would have tore her up. What? The guys from Queer Eyes for the straight, you know, oh. you know watch that show. Like, oh, I can't believe you wore that, girl. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find the picture right now, but yeah. Well, how did that? How did that happen? How did how did she get blown off the map by? Did, is that again the media just not go? She's out. The she's media, not our darling. We're not. We're, we'll no, avoid her at all costs. I or? really think so. I think they looked at Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, who is like, oh, she's the rough and tumble kid from the streets, and Jenny from the block. She's not. Yeah, and she's she's much better for the. For the story, 
Come on. Come on. He's, he's, he's yeah. But it also seems to me like they're way more interested, and this probably has to do with the political outcomes, they're way more interested in members of the House of Representatives at this point than members of the Senate. Used to be totally flipped. Like, you yeah. hear more stories coming out of the House than you hear out of the Senate, and that's because Democrats aren't in the majority, but they are in the House. Well, don't you think the, yeah. he- the headline, you know, uh, they can they can do more with uh, AOC and her lunatic green plans and leftist socialist see, stuff than they can with the boots? See, you, you saw this, you saw this um, dude come out and do this video about, oh, I just finally heard at CPAC that she's a complete creation. Duh. Um... I mean, we had that out there about her and how Cenk Ugar, or however you say his name, the head guy for genocide-denying Young Turks. um, Yeah. How he was a Bernie bro, and her campaign manager, Sakrit Chakabarty, I've always got to stop, Zach Exley, Alexandra Rojas, all these people decided to form these Justice Democrats. They literally... they have a seven-minute video with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez talking about her audition. I've been calling yeah. this girl the best supporting actress for, like, three months now. Like, I don't refer to what? her as Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's best supporting actress because she won the audition. They figure she's hot enough to maintain attention. And nothing that comes out of that girl's mouth, her Twitter account, her questioning of Congress, none of it is hers. None. Yeah, I, I thought that too, that somebody is writing everything, posting everything, Dude. and when she has to wing it on her own, she has no idea. Like, uh, well, I think uh, capitalism is about capital stuff, and, you know, I, that kind of— I want you all to do this, because I wrote an article about it, and nobody cares, <laughs> okay? I want you to <laughs> I go— I wrote an article, and nobody cares. I want you all to, you all to go do? Google Jill Stein— 2012 Green New Deal. Really? They completely ripped it off Jill Stein. It was the center of Jill Stein's campaign in 2012. It included Medicare for All. It included a World War II-style restructuring of the economy. They ripped it off of Jill Stein. So Jill Stein ran in 2016. Bernie ran as a primary candidate, and he lost. And then Bernie had a decision point. Right. He either had to encourage people to run for Hillary so there was a better chance there'd be a Democrat in the White House or he had to say, go with Jill because I agree with her. He had people vote for Hillary. Yeah. Now they're pushing all this crap from the far left up through Congress. If you read the Justice Democrats website and their partner organization's data for progress called the future of the party, you will be terrified. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Wow. That the is left, enlightening. The left tells you exactly what they're going to do. They put it all on the interwebs, and I don't understand why the right and the Republicans can't find it because I found it all. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. The the Green New Deal, keep Green Party presidential candidate Jill Stein, 2012. Mm hmm. Why didn't I wrote they a two-part series on how it got from Jill Stein to Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez to all of the mainstream Democratic candidates. Why well, did they take it away from Jill? Why didn't they let Jill's her Jill's never going to win. She had no heat. Oh, okay. She got no heat. Not only that, if you look at the Green New Deal, right, and you look at what it would actually take, and there's actually a group called Climate Mobilization out there who has done a thoughtful and intelligent, I'm not saying I agree with them, but thoughtful and intelligent assessment of what a World War II mobilization would look like. It includes rationing. It includes having people do home gardens. Yeah. Do you know anybody, do you know anybody under the age of maybe 35 who would be prepared to do a garden? No. No. And- Okay, I mean, this stuff is just ridiculous, and there's nothing about it that has a freaking thing to do with the environment. It is all about power and money. Yep, I I, I couldn't agree more, and it's too funny. Well, it's not too funny, but it's just – I remember my, uh, my grandmother uh, telling me about what life was like. Yeah, uh, me too. 
under uh, the, the New Deal and, and World mm-hmm. War II yeah. and rationing and let's find these old tires and take them in and yeah. take this glass down to the center. And Well, that's yep. when you started getting everybody that collected uh, rubber band balls and yardless string, <laughs> string, and there was a, a button drawer and people just mm-hmm. didn't throw away anything because yeah. it was rationed. I, and I like how people like look back so fondly at the at, at the Roosevelt administration, you know, what a great guy. I'm going to refuse to give up power. I can stay for three. <laughs> like, like, and then they would, you know what they would the do to Trump thing. if you said, I'm going to stay for three. I'm yeah. going gonna to go ahead and this nice time, I'm not getting out. Can you he imagine that? Can four. you imagine that? They'd be, Call the National Guard. I've got the National Guard on my side. <laughs> he would have stayed for four. Oh, Franklin? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think he would have stayed for four, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Easily. He wasn't going to give up. He yeah. dug it. No. He could see the future. It's crazy. But, and remember this, gentle listeners, uh, that that the rest of the the rest of the world had a depression. And but theirs was nowhere near as bad as ours. Mm-hmm. And because Franklin Roosevelt and his and his cronies kept messing with stuff and they were smart because they were so smart. They were smarter than the rest of the world. While everyone else had a regular depression, we had the great depression. depression. Yeah. As soon as the thing started getting better, he's like, let's start messing with it. And then boom, back again we go. Hey, let me ask you a, a question while because you guys brought up Bernie Sanders. Okay. Um, you know, did you see the picture of him with the big old bandage patch on his head? No. Yeah, did you, he had you didn't his see it? I did not. Clinton did you see it? Early. I didn't see it. I heard he bumped his head, so I just figured he had his Hillary Clinton fainting in the park moment early. Well, that's 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 one of the things that, that I had heard. Well, he said he, he – it's a big patch. He got stitches and everything. Ouch. He yeah. fell in the and, shower. And, yeah, he said it supposedly hit his head on the shower door. Ouch. But then, then the internet went crazy with Google politicians' left eye. Have you seen you guys see I've anything heard, about I've that? I've heard this is like Illuminati stuff right yes, here. Yes, there's yeah. something about the left side of politicians' faces and the left eye. I don't know what it was. Well, I was hoping one of you guys would know. That's why I threw it out no, there. No, I just know that, like, I remember when, when Harry Reid first started coming around, when, when he fell off the treadmill— and like, man, man, he fell off going like 100 miles an hour. Yeah. But yeah, he's had his left eye jacked up. Yeah. There's... I don't know, but they're like, they're not spring chickens. I know, but why would it be the left and the right? That's, there's, you know what I mean? Why wouldn't it be their head? It's not just, why are they going, check politicians' left eye, left side. Above, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's Listen. Chip implant. Stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. And, but... I don't know if I want to go down the politician's left eye highway. Well, I'll go down the chemtrail highway. Okay. Well, Steve might want to check if he's a news junkie. He should check my pinned tweet. The which one? The one that's pinned to the top of my profile. It's a 44 tweet thread. It'll give you, it, it takes you straight to the Club of Rome, son. You'll get there. Oh, thank you. I'm doing that <laughs> as soon as we're done with this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously, it's the whole environmental movement, and now they're using kids, and it totally torqued me off. So I did some research. And you have uncovered it. You are on it. What I put out there was a fraction of what I have found. When when does the big, are you you still doing like the big article for the resurgent? I did seven piece, seven parts of it, and it just was apparently when I'm writing people like me snarky a lot better than deep research so i punted that to some journalists who actually have resources and money there you go gave it all to them i I want it to get visibility but i mean when when you look at it this way and you realize that from an inconvenient truth on a million dollar investment al gore made 84 million dollars and got a nobel peace prize for being wrong yes (laughs) okay When, when you start looking at that and then realize he has an investment company called New Generation Investments, and you can't make this crap up, the partners in it are blood and gore. Blood and gore? David Blood and Al Gore. Oh. Okay. But the, what a great blood and gore. Like, that was like the cutest bit of irony I found, right? Their investment portfolio is focused on sustainable technologies and companies. So what is the best way to make sure those companies take off? Why, of course, it's massive government invention, investment, yeah. excuse me, 
telling people they can't use this anymore and they must use this, forcing the purchasing decision. Yeah, that's what they're uh, actually that, looking for. They could, like give a, they could give a wits less about the planet. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's all about the money. It's all remember, about the money. Remember when yep. they started telling us we had to change the light bulb, that we had to go from the uh, the one to the gas? The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The, whatever, we got them in the hotel room here. Yeah. There was a whole push for that. Like, you would need to start using those. They outlawed you, the other ones. Yeah. You can't they, buy that's them. what I'm saying. But if you read the warning on this, if oh. you break one, you're supposed to call hazmat for real. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, why are you pushing unsafe technology? Because somebody right, was I want, invested. I want, Oh, absolutely. I want I want everyone within the sound of my voice uh, to go back and look at the the flip side television show. And I, I did a, a great monologue about the, the, the light bulbs and how, wait a minute, you're telling me I have to use this. And then if I accidentally break, like legitimately, the yeah. warning label is insane. And then also think the Al Gore thing, like I, I didn't know about blood and gore, but I definitely knew that like it's like a huge conflict of interest. Like, oh, I'm going to invest – I'm going to use the my, my political power to invest with this company yeah. uh, a little bit of money to make this green technology, sustainable energy, da 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 And then I'm going to start telling everyone we got to get rid of fossil fuels. Let's talk about right. like manipulating the stock market. Well, well I mean supposed- it's insane. Then you look – you've seen pictures of this little girl for this big climate strike that was kind of a big nothing burger yesterday. Um, I didn't see it. Oh, yeah. All these children were supposed to walk out of school because we're killing the yeah. planet. We only have 12 years to live. Supposedly, the poster child for this whole thing is a kid named Greta Thunberg. She's Swedish. She has Asperger's. When she was nine, she became obsessed about climate change because of something he, she heard. Her parents fed this obsession. Okay. Oh, wow. Then a guy, a guy, <laughs> Oh, they totally changed their lives. Her mother stopped flying. She's an opera singer. She stopped flying to engagements. She only does it if she can get there by train or drive. They're all vegans. They wrote a book, okay? Her mother goes to the conference with this guy who runs a company called We Don't Have Time, which is a social media platform focused on climate change. So it's kind of like Rotten Tomatoes for climate ideas. It's stupid. Uh It's absolutely freaking stupid. But anyway... So he and the mother, the mother has a book coming out about this, their climate consciousness or whatever. And she's received awards from WWF. I mean, she, she's, she's an environmental movement activist. Okay. All of a sudden, random one day, four days before their book is supposed to launch. And while this guy's trying to launch this for-profit climate change company, there's Greta Thunberg at the age of 16 standing in front of Swedish Parliament with a sign, and we're supposed to believe it was serendipity. Yeah, yeah. She was it's managed just, just and marketed, a... and now somebody's nominated her for a Nobel Prize. Yeah, it's just a happy accident how all that just all kind of came together at the same yeah. time. It's uh-huh. just like Beto O'Rourke just happened to be on the cover of Vanity Fair. In when the he same said, pose as Ronald Reagan. <laughs> it just yeah. happened to happen. It is well. Let me ask you this question: If if we keep if we get rid of fossil fuel, okay, and you're not supposed to fly because that's fossil, that's fuel. Yeah. Okay. If we can't fly, what are we supposed to? Or, or what are they going to do the planes on? Solar power? You know, I'm not going to. I don't understand what they think they're going to do. Other massive transport. Well, here's what they'll do. do they'll, that they'll, anymore. they'll make an exception. They'll make an exception for okay. These guys, these have to fly. This you is the way it always happens. You can fly for these reasons. It, Right. So you ask for way too much and then you come you dial it back to quote reasonable that, where it's like it's like in communism where the average person you can't do this. However, uh the the leader of the party still has to do it because he has to get has like, to be in yeah, a limo. right? Dude, he, that he can't drive one of our thoughtful. cars cuz other people are going to see him. He has to be in a Mercedes. What what are you saying, Stace? In that intelligent and thoughtful document I told you about that I completely disagree with. Yeah. One of the elements is it of it is to tax the heck out of people so they can't take take vacations. <laughs> like literally yeah. tax you to the point where you can't afford to take a vacation. Yeah. It's it's that, uh, so that way they, you're gonna cut down your human, greenhouse emissions. And they don't think human spirit would revolt against that like immediately? 
Well, that's why the, their companion document, and I'm not kidding. It's all on my Twitter timeline. Their com- this psychologist actually wrote a companion document called "How to Create Emergency Mode for Climate Change." It's yeah. a handbook for screwing with people's heads. Absolutely, that's that's the other thing. You get it. You get in a position of power, declare an emergency, and then it's all bets are off. Now I have to do this. It's an emergency. I got to build a wall. Seriously, we're, I'm going to be a dictator just until the emergency's over. I'm going to do, and that's why. Yeah, and, that's why you had Republicans going. And isn't that why we have income tax? Wasn't that supposed to have been like we're only putting this in for yeah. the war for the war? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was supposed to then then go away. Go away. Yeah, never goes away. You guys, it was a fantastic show. Thank you to uh, Steve McGrew, Steve Mudflap McGrew, uh, for joining us. What's your website? Uh, it is stevemcgrew.com. But what I always tell people, no matter what media I do, I go Google Steve McGrew because you'll find everything, YouTube and all everything. The the sex tape. Yes. <laughs> the images he doesn't. So, uh, yeah, we will see you. We're on tour.